Hey, Chris. Hey, Adam. Guess what? What? There have been 23 perfect games in Major League Baseball history, and the most current three all happened in the 2012 season. Well, you know what's funny? I just heard today, so there's this guy, um, I'm going to mess his name up, uh, Armando Gallarga, I think. He had a perfect game going into like the ninth inning, I think. And this is like five years ago, something like that. And the uh, uh, the first base umpire, like famously, blew the call. So he had he had a perfect game basically, but they said no, you don't. And then I think just today, or maybe like in the last day or so, they're filing something to MLB to try and get it reinstated. So that might boost that stat a little bit. Interesting. Huh. 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 Anyway, this is the Oddcast podcast. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the Oddcast Podcast. I'm Chris Robinson. I'm Adam Rand. And uh, basically, we're two dudes talking about stuff. So we've got a lot of topics that we want to cover. We've got a, a bunch of friends that we, uh, we'd like to bring in, get their, their two cents. So we'll, we'll do that. This first episode, uh, you guys probably don't know who we are, so it probably makes the most sense to introduce ourselves. So how long have we known each other? Um, wow. Uh, I'd almost say, I'd say almost 20 years. Not exactly. Maybe oh just God, shy. You're right. Oh my God. Well, you're right. Well, I, 20 years ago, I was seven, almost eight. Okay. And you, you first met my sister when you were in middle school, right? Yeah, so, so that would be, that would be, well, 2000, 2001, 2002. Yeah, so almost almost twenty years. Wow! So we're both from uh, a town up in New Hampshire called Londonderry. Um, both went to the same high school. We both ended up going to the same college, Keene State, over in uh, Keene, New Hampshire. Believe it or not, we've we've hung out a bunch. We're, we're both into a lot of the same music, um, TV shows, movies, all that stuff, and we both have a lot of opinions on a lot of stuff. I would say more often than not, we agree, but I think there's a good amount of stuff that we have different viewpoints on, so I think uh, it'd be cool to get into that. So, we are both uh, musicians and big music fans, and every episode we would like to feature an album each, something that either we're digging right now or something that um, you know we've, we've been listening to for years, decades, or more, something that um, you know we we think is very important for one reason or another. So without further ado, Adam Rand, album of the show. What do you got? I have got Button Masher's origin story. Um, so the reason I picked it, uh, I was actually scrolling through Facebook a couple weeks ago. So this is a fairly new album for me. Um, and it was just like this targeted ad, obviously, um, of one of their songs, um, and it just, it was unbelievably good. It's just these two guys, uh, one is playing keys and playing bass with his feet, kind of like a Hammond organ. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And let me see, what song was it? I got to go to the album. Um, but yeah, so, so in a nutshell, uh, they're, they're called Button Masher. It's a mix of, um, like 
proggy jazz, but with like a 64 bit style to it. So it's, <laughs> it's meant to, it's meant to emulate like those old video games of the past. Yeah. Um, and I think that's another reason why I like it. Um, the song is called the mana sword. Um, it's really, really good. It reminds me of Sonic a lot. And I, and I, I love that game. I love the original Sonic game, Sonic one, two, three, um, they're the really movie? really good no <laughs> no i haven't <laughs> right. no um but the the whole album is really good it's not just like straight ahead just like disco-y music that you're gonna hear um they they play around with like uh time signatures they play around in five they do metric modulation in their songs um and it's it's all over the place it, it's it's just a really well-rounded album um and it just came out. I don't know how long they've been around. I haven't done too much digging, but it's just shy of a half hour. So if you have 30 minutes and you want to check out some good music, I definitely recommend uh, Button Masher's Origin Story. Very, very good. Cool. Yeah, you know what? You, you showed me. I think you showed me, or maybe I just heard it, um, that song, uh, The Man of Sword. And yeah, I, ta- I tagged you in the the video? video that I yeah that I uh, that I was targeted with. That's <laughs> yeah, and it was, yeah. it was pretty spot on. Your your description is pretty spot on. Uh, it's it's pretty wild. Yeah, I would definitely check that out. Um, all right, uh, my album of the show is this band Moontooth down in Long Island. Their most recent album, Crux, it was released last I think about a year ago. Maybe I think it was last March 2019, and. Um, just a, a, an amazing record, start to finish. Uh, their first album uh, called Chroma Paragon, say that five times fast, um, really laid out a, a solid foundation for, for what this album, I think, ended up being. There's just a lot of really heavy stuff. There's a lot of very cool melodic ideas. Um, think like Mastodon, but a little bluesier a little like a little more punk if i could say that they're just very hard to describe so i would definitely check out the whole record um if i had to pick one song the title track is great i was gonna say the title track i really yeah oh my god yeah i listened to uh the album start to finish a couple times uh over the last few days yeah and and, like I, i totally agree like it's it's all over the place in terms of like what influences I was hearing. I was definitely hearing Mastodon. Oh yeah. Uh, definitely hearing a little bit of uh, the deer hunter a little bit. Uh, oh, if I could yeah. be so, uh, as if I could be so bold, um, yeah, like melodically, like with the singing, yeah, and, uh, melodically yeah. and like, yeah, how singing like, and, and definitely bluesy. I mean, it, it's just all over the place, but then again, the title track, like near that end, that breakdown and oh, he's just yeah. screaming so Sounds gutterly. Like it's fucking end of the world. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, let's let's go with that. There, I mean, I could name every every track on that record as as uh, the top one for for their own reasons. But yeah, we'll, we'll we'll go with that. So yeah, that's that's what I got. All right, for the main event. Why don't we just jump in? Right, you want to go first? Uh, sure. Okay. All right. So first question is, what are three things that everyone knows about me? Um, I've got two golden retrievers. 
um, especially if you follow my Instagram account. It's really supposed to be from me, but I really just post my dogs. So I really should just switch it to the dogs. But you know, <laughs> uh, Bailey and Maverick, and they are half siblings. So they came from the same mom, uh, but different dads. They're very spunky, uh, peppy dogs. Uh, See, so yeah, I got two dogs. Um, I play drums. Everyone seems to know that about me. Um, and I am a big fan of Formula One racing. So those are those are definitely three things that everyone knows about me. Cool. Right on. Well, all right. So uh, three things that everybody knows about me. I would say everybody knows that uh, I'm artistic. Uh, I guess this could be two different things, but I'll, I'll lump them into one and hope I think of a third one by the end of this. Uh, uh, so, yeah, artistic. I'm always creating something, whether it's uh, music or illustrations. I've been drawing as long as I can. Yeah, get this, Adam. I've been drawing for, like, 25 years? I mean, it shows with all oh, your, no, like, no. little... Well, with, no, seriously, with all those little doodles when we were going to trivia, like, oh, my God. Oh, like, yeah. That was, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, we yeah we've we, we've had some fun with with uh, uh, yeah. with trivia night especially. Um, but yeah, so so that's something that uh, I think a lot of people, if not everybody, knows about me by now. I'd say number two, um, I'm a I'm probably one of the biggest dog lovers you'll uh, you'll meet. I would say, you know, I love Adam and Heidi very much, but I think the first person I say hi to whenever I'm there is my girl Bailey. And, uh, Mav usually, uh, you know, comes, you know, torpedoing into me at some point, uh, too, shortly after I entered the house. But, but yeah, big dog person. Um, I don't have one right now. As soon as I can, I will have one. I've always grown up with them. And, uh, so I'd say that's number two. Number three would probably be that I am a big football head. Uh, I was <laughs> never, <laughs> never athletic enough to play football or really any sports to really any degree, but, I'm a big Patriots fan, but over the years I, I've, I've really started to uh, and don't don't at me for the Patriots fan thing. All right, I know. <laughs> look, I know I'm one of the good ones. I promise. Um, but uh, yeah, so 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 big into the NFL, fantasy football. I've grown up uh, watching football with my family like every Sunday as long as I can remember. So uh, yeah, I would say I would say those are three things um, that pretty much everybody knows about me. Uh, what are three things? Adam Rand, that nobody knows about you. So that was a tough question because I'm pretty I'm pretty much an open book. Um, yeah. Don't tend to like keep things reserved. I like as selfish as it sounds. I like to talk about me when I can. Is that something nobody knows about you? Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, but I mean, I guess in terms of like not things that I really talk about too much. I played soccer and tennis just keeping on that whole sports thing i played soccer and tennis up until about like middle school about sixth seventh grade um i enjoyed it a lot but i just wasn't good enough i guess to like keep going never made like the middle school teams or anything like that so i just kind of split and went down the music path so that was kind of where i took my career choice anyways um number two um, I love, I, I like really love video games, like almost a little too much that I have to like curb myself, especially nowadays <laughs> when it's like, all right, like I, I gotta go to work or like, I gotta socialize with like friends and family and stuff. It's, it's um, four in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, like my, my last semester at Keen, I had like two classes during the week. 
like I had nothing left to do. So I just kind of like, I go work out and then I like go to my classes, practice. And then it's like, all right, what do I do with the rest? Like 10 hours of my day. Yeah. So I just play video games. So I kind of think that's where that stemmed from. Okay. Um, but I had a lot of fun with that. And then number three, I just, oof, I don't know. I, I think I think it might just have to be like my grad school wasn't as exciting as people probably thought it was for me. I don't know. I, I can't really think of the third one. Ah, uh, it was just it was very old school mm-hmm. over there. Um, Where'd you go? I went to the Hart School. Okay. Now, I'm not putting down the Hart School. No, of course. Uh, well, grad school is just insane. Yeah, but yeah, I just it, it was it was a hyper competitive field and okay. i i learned the hard way that i should have kissed some butts i didn't because i'm stubborn and i just i just didn't play the poli- uh, the politics game and it really yeah. bit me in the butt so yeah it made my life uh, a little crazy for two years so yeah it's tough especially in something as you know hyper competitive as a graduate program at a prestigious music school yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely learned that the hard way. So yeah, sure. that's definitely on me. That's all right, man. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> all right. What about uh, you, Chris? What are three things people don't know about you? Well, I'm glad I asked you first because it gave me a little bit of time to think. <laughs> uh, so, but I, I actually, I think I came up with three. One's, one's kind of a throwaway. I'll start with that one. Uh, so I am, I am super allergic to cats. Uh, I think a lot of people know that and dogs actually, but not, not as bad. Uh, and, and I, um, you know, love dogs. So I, I get over it. I suck it up and take my Zyrtec, but mm-hmm. I'm super allergic to cats. And I think, um, I think that probably is an underlying reason of why I subconsciously and, and consciously hate them so much. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, maybe you have a nice cat and, and, you know, we get along fine, but uh, cats in general, I just, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually have this recurring dream where I'm being chased by a cat and sometimes it's a kitten. Sometimes it's a, it's like a decent sized cat. And, um, the dream always ends with the teeth or the claws getting into my hand. I don't, I don't know why. And it's always my left hand. And, uh, and then I wake up and that's the dream. I don't get it. I really don't. So if you're listening and you understand dreams and, uh, the psychology behind them, Please let me know what's wrong with me because I've had this dream many times. I think I just had it last week. Um, How long have you been having that dream? Like years? uh, Years. Years. Wow. I don't know. I've had reoccurring dreams, but not for that much of an extended period of time. That's, uh, wow. What does it mean? (laughs) Yeah, seriously. I'll look into that. But, uh, all right. So number two. You might know this. I can't remember. I, I actually, you wouldn't know to look at me, uh, but I actually have a second degree black belt in karate. Uh, I, I got it when I, I think I took, when did I take karate? I think I took it for seven years when I was in like, from like elementary school to like the end of high school or maybe like junior year. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I, I think I, I've made, I've retained the reflexes. <laughs> Uh, but, but not much else. Uh, I used to be able to, to kick over my own head, but that's definitely gone. Um, but anyway, that's a little fun fact. And this last one, I actually just remembered because I think my, I think my folks were talking about it recently, but when I was six or seven, my, my, me and my family were on a TV show on Fox called Fox after breakfast. And it was hosted by Tom Bergeron. <laughs> And really it was, it was like a talk show 
I I still don't really understand. I, I'll have to do some digging into the the concept. But basically, I think there was like a talk show. Tom Bergeron was the host. I think there was someone else. I, I can't remember her name. There was like a puppet who's regularly part of the cast. I, I don't know, just like a Muppet, like not like a sock puppet, but like like a real deal, like you know. And uh, and the family they, they rotated it every week, maybe or every I don't know how frequently it was on, but there was just like a, a family just eating breakfast in the middle of the set, like at a table, like French toast, like syrup, bacon, all the everything. And uh, and they had like a show around it, and I remember my sister was like one years old at the time, and uh, maybe less, and uh, she was just having a meltdown during like the entire taping. Like I think they had to stop it. It's probably on YouTube somewhere. I I might have to find it, but anyway, oh my God, yeah, when I was do. when I was six, I was on a a uh, a TV show on Fox that I'm pretty sure was canceled shortly after. <laughs> Uh, you guys came on just like, all right, no, this is a bad idea. Let's all right, shut it down. Oh, this yeah, is... These Robinsons are bad news. Let's oh, uh, let's ask this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think that's how it went. Um, wow. All right. So th- this question we we kind of realized is is sort of impossible since we're both um, both musicians. Uh, so yep. we've narrowed it down to who are your three favorite bands at this moment. At this moment. So the only one that will stay in the top three forever for me is Rush. Mm-hmm. Um, I will always put them at the top of my list. Um, if I had to pick like a band that I would have to listen to for the rest of my life, it would be them. Um, so they're always number one. What's the, the significance to Rush for you? Oh, so that's like, that was my, uh, basically my intro into like progressive rock and just exploring new music. Uh, my dad introduced them to me. They're like his favorite band. Um, and so, so there's some like nostalgia and just some bonding under that as well. Um, so I think without, without that, I don't think my exploration and interest in music would have been as explosive as it was without that introduction. Um, so they, they're always going to be number one for me. Um, and then at this moment, I'd say number two would be protest the hero. Oh yeah. Um, they actually just released a new song the other day. Yeah. When some pretty um, in June, something like that. Yeah. June or July. I can't remember. Um, but so I've been listening to them a little bit more. Um, and then number three, I probably have to, it's not really a bit, it's just an artist. Um, I'm a big fan of childish Gambino. Yeah. And I, I tend to burn his music a lot. Like I just play it over and over and over oh, and yeah. over again. Yeah. Um, so I, I do these like little waves, like up and down where I listen to him a lot and then I don't. And then I do. So right now I am, um, so lot, lots of Childish Gambino playing on my phone these days. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a, yeah, that's a solid list. So I have three that I that are pretty constant for me. Uh, some of them are a little a little newer than others, but I, I'll start right now with this band called Moon Tooth. I, I think most people who have been around me in the last couple of years, uh, especially you know musicians and music fans probably know that i'm a total fanboy for this band uh they're they're a <laughs> they're a pro- uh, progressive rock slash metal slash whatever you want to call them 
band uh, out of Long Island, and um, they're just super energetic. Put on a hell of a live show. Uh, they're the the instrumental playing is off the charts, especially the guitar playing, uh, the songwriting, the singing, all of it. It's just super cool. All right, so I, I would I would put them at number one right now. Uh, my number two uh, has been for a very long time and probably will continue to be for a long time uh the band deftones out of uh california mm. yeah so so these guys you know i i first got into music when i was like 12 11 really uh and you know at that point 2001 2002 the new metal thing was all over the place and everybody's listening to lincoln park and all that blah 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 but i think one <laughs> yeah. of the oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but yours included <laughs> yeah well, that's right yeah hybrid theory man uh, i don't know anybody oh, no. who didn't have that album uh yeah. but but deftones for for me um are one of the only bands that's really lasted and and evolved in a in an artistically compelling way since being associated with that scene and even in that scene they didn't they didn't really fit in into a lot of the uh a lot of the cliches that a, a lot of bands fit into that and, and, and you listen to their music nowadays it, it goes from being like really ambient to really heavy uh in the same song in the same like 30 seconds like it's it's really it's really something so i, I would definitely recommend them um and then the last band is this band called Glassjaw, who's also out of long island and who was also pretty popular in the early, you know, two thousands. But they're kind of more of like a post hardcore kind of uh, man. I'm really bad at describing things. For you know, it's funny for for as many different bands and as much music that that we listen to and play. Um, I'm just so bad at genre assigning genres to genres and also saying the word genre. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, they're they're pretty they're pretty wild. They they get pretty heavy. They also have a lot of melodic moments and and um, just a lot of uh, a lot of range to their sound. So um, you know, I would I would recommend them. But yeah, th- those are all those are three pretty heavy bands that I I listen to fairly regularly. But you know, I listen to I mean you you and me both, man. We listen to a, a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah, try to anyways. Try to yeah. Except country, I will never listen to country. Yeah. I just can't get into it, man. There, there are a couple, <laughs> there are a couple bands um, and artists like uh, Casey Musgraves. Her most recent album is actually pretty. Okay. Uh, I can, I can get into that. I, I, I can't get into a lot of country for some reason, but I can get into that one. Um, I will, I will redact my previous statement. I do listen to Zach Brown Band. I've seen okay. them live a couple times. They are excellent. Their yeah. harmonies are really good. They've got a nice just broad scape of like what they play um and then there's like a couple willie nelson tunes that i arbitrarily enjoy oh sure yeah but you know other than that like no no yeah no bueno i agree with that yeah (laughs) well i kind (laughs) of like the new metal too i think there's a lot of uh uh there are a lot of characteristics of that music that are sort of notorious for making things really cheesy or really twangy or really like you know your song's about my tractor and like right, right like, exactly like country heads would probably say like that you know not every country song is about that but you know sorry they all kind of yeah, sound like yeah. that to, to us but i mean we're, we're pretty open-minded if you guys want to send us a country band that you think would change our minds uh you know oh yeah like, absolutely i'm always up for new music so i just like to bash bad music <laughs> <laughs> uh all right so moving right along three favorite yep. movies 
You got to pick okay. three. Well, this one, this one really was tough. Um, again, like it, it changes. It kind of depends on my mood. Um, I do have to throw. I have to throw one Star Wars in there because oh, I just. All right. So again, I, I don't know why, but Revenge of the Sith is probably my favorite out of out of all of them. And, and you know what? We we have planned a whole Star Wars topic. <laughs> so I I don't want to open that can of worms. I have a theory though. But, but Revenge of the Sith is my favorite, and I think another like a deeper reason why is it was the first one that I saw the midnight premiere. Yep. And what I remember most about waiting is there are these two dudes that like got out of this van. They opened like it was this tricked out van. Like it was crazy. Like underglow lights and like it was basically like a Chevy Astra van that was like redone. It was really cool. And they open up the trunk. They blast Duel of the Fates, and they're in, like, full makeup. One guy had, like, Darth Maul's lightsaber. This other guy had just a Jedi lightsaber. And they must have been, like, fencing or, like, gymnast people because they were doing, like, flips. And they they were, like, full-on fighting each other with these things. And it was the most entertaining way to wait for a movie I think I've ever had in my life. So wow. that was a really cool experience. Um, so yeah, Revenge of the Sith is definitely one of my three favorite movies. I can watch that all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> the original Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise is always a good one. Okay. Um, I really like that one. Um, and then, man, I don't know. Like, uh, what did we... Oh, <laughs> because it's just so bad. Uh, breaking Point. With Keanu Reeves. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh my god, it is so it's so just stereotypical, like nineteen eighties. It's got Patrick <laughs> Swayze and Keanu Reeves. It is so bad, but so funny. Okay. We Heidi and I watched it on a whim. We were like looking through movies so we could watch and Breaking Point was on there. It's like about this like surfing uh like bank robbers like they rob banks and they're surfers so they like say all these like ridiculous like yeah hang 10 bro and like all this stuff and keanu reeves has to go undercover and infiltrate this like surfer crowd oh it's so funny oh it is God. i i highly if you want a good laugh i highly recommend well now sitting down and watching that movie it is so funny is it funny because uh it's, it's funny because it, it takes because itself it's bad it's bad and it takes itself seriously. Like it hasn't <laughs> aged well. It's kind of funny. funny. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's good. <laughs> oh man. Hank Ted. <laughs> that's the, I think that's the role that Keanu Reeves was born to play. Yeah. A- anything where Keanu Reeves just doesn't have to think, or John Wick, and he's good. Oh yeah, yeah. I I would say, I would say I have I've heard very good things about. Aren't there three John Wick movies now? Yeah, I saw the first two. Um, I didn't see the third one. I watched the second one. It was basically just a callback. Yeah, okay. In my opinion, um, there is a story there, and I'd be interested to see the third one. I just haven't taken time to see it. Okay, I haven't seen any of them. I, I would probably check it out, but I mean, I, I think a lot of people would probably agree that uh, peak Keanu Reeves was The Matrix, and mm. not not. Don't give me your. Well, actually, I don't think many people would would stand up and defend the the Matrix sequels, but. The first one is what I'm talking about. That's that's the one. 
The second one could have been done better, I think, but I, I, I like the third one. I think the third one's great just because well, of the final battle. Like, it's just so epic. Yeah, I, all right, yeah. I, I'll give, all right, I'll give you that. I, on, the, on the epic scale, I guess. Yeah. Maybe the epicness makes up for the just – But I agree. You could have ended on the first one. You could have ended it on the first one and just walked away. For sure. Yeah. Um, all right, so, all right, my favorite movies – Three fit, top three, uh, I would say Ocean's Eleven, uh, the uh, the George Clooney one, not the the original with Rat Pack. I just I haven't seen the original, uh, but for some reason on HBO they would just play the same movie every like six hours over and over again for like a month, and uh, I guess Ocean's Eleven I think came out in two thousand or two thousand one, and so uh, I caught it when it was being played ad nauseum you know over and over again and for some reason it just never on HBO. <laughs> on hbo yeah just non-stop yeah. and uh i like the vibe of it it was all kind of upbeat it was like um it didn't sort of fall into the typical heist cliche of you know the drama the suspense cut the blue wire blah blah blah, blah. but um mm-hmm. but yeah I, I so so anyway that movie's kind of stuck with me and i'll still watch that today i, I would say the next movie is up the Pixar movie, really? Okay, yeah, man. I well, yeah, and, it's a good movie. I'm just surprised. I know it. It, it kind of surprised me too. But but the music, first of all, um, mm. Michael Giacchino uh, is a genius. Uh, the music is great. The story is is I mean so sad, at, but at the same yeah. time, at the same time, it's really funny. It's you know heartwarming. All the all the stuff that Pixar has kind of come to be known for. Um, but I actually, uh, I did a project on it, um, for, for a class that I, I took last semester. And so as part of that class, I just watched it like three times in a row. And, oh um, yeah. Uh, but, but I, yeah, so I came to like it a lot. So anyway, I would say up and then the last one, uh, more money, uh, out of my pocket and into Disney's pocket. Uh, I would, have to, <laughs> I would have to say guardians of the galaxy. Um, oh, that's a good choice. It, that is a yeah, very good choice. Yeah, man. Well, and, and I think uh, part of it is the cast. Obviously, you know the, yep. that cast is just stacked. Uh, and, and for me, I think the reason why I like it so much is because everybody knew Iron Man, everybody knew Captain America, but I knew nothing about Guardians of the Galaxy until I went and saw this movie. And uh, I, yep. you know, I think having no expectations uh, meant that. You know, it could be, if it's bad, I'll never watch again. If it's good, then there'll be a pleasant surprise. Right. Uh, right. And, and that was kind of, that was the kind of thing with like me and Heidi too. Yeah. When we went to go see it, we were just like, we have no idea what to expect. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's like, all right, well, if it's bad, then, well, we still got to go out and kind of hang out. But right. if it's good, then great. Win-win. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, and, and I would, maybe we, maybe we do a Marvel one at some point, but, but I would argue that, um, the second Guardians of the Galaxy this is actually a pretty stupid point. I was going to say maybe the second Guardians is like one of the only instances where the sequel is better than the original. But then you got like Empire, and then you got like the Dark Knight. You got so mm-hmm. all right, and that's just yeah. that's just talking like comic book popcorn movies. So um, I, I digress. But anyway, that's a good one. Um, all right, switching gears. Three favorite snack foods. What do you got? All right. So without hesitation, when I first saw that question, I thought. Uh, Tostitos and salsa. I could eat that all day, every okay. day. So good. Yeah. Um, but not mild salsa. Like 
at least min- uh, medium. Yeah. I've got to have some sort of kick in there. Yeah. Like I like, I like spicy. So if it, sure. if it's mild, like forget it, but like medium hot, always good. Uh, popcorn is always a win for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, put, put it on the stove top. Um, that way you can like make your own like butter, not make oh, yeah. your own butter, but add your own butter and <laughs> stuff. So, you got to churn, man. Like yeah. you got to churn it. Like it, it's a full day. Um, <laughs> Add oh oh yeah, add the salt and like maybe cheese sometimes. Mm, so good. Um, and then cookies. I am a okay. sucker for cookies. What kind of? Love them. Uh, good question. Well, I just bought I just bought at Stop and Drop a little container of uh, M and M cookies. Those are always good. Yep. Um, or classic chocolate chip. I'm a pretty simple guy. Uh, I, I'm a simpleton. <laughs> I'll admit it. <laughs> I don't need nothing fancy. <laughs> yeah, shout, shouts out to our sponsor, Stop and Shop, who, uh, yeah. as of today, have have not sponsored us. <laughs> Hashtag not a paid promotion. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're gonna have to talk to legal about that one. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good list. That's a good list. All right, uh, let me think. Favorite snack foods. Number one is popcorn for me. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's I, right. We're both popcorn fiends. Like the the two of you and the two of us. Yeah, yeah, me yeah. and Chelsea, we, we're we're pretty uh, pretty scary to be around when popcorn is involved. There's a lot of yeah. uh, growling, uh, not, a lot of, <laughs> not a lot of breathing, um, <laughs> uh, and then it's gone. Uh, yeah, so so I would say popcorn number one. For, number two, and maybe even tied, I don't know, is uh, hard pretzels, like the little Snyders, like mm, the twi- mm-hmm. uh, or well, the twists are fine, but like the sticks. Like pretzel sticks and like the regular, you know, little pretzels. Like, yeah. uh, you know, Snyder, those, you know, those, um, Snyder's got those like sourdough bites or whatever. The hard. Ooh, yeah, those are really good. Those are dangerous. But yeah, just in general, I think. And, and I guess you, you could kind of put combos in there too. You know, that's technically a pretzel. I don't, I don't know if I'd put that in top three though. Um, let me think. Top. All right. Number three. Number three. I'd say string cheese. Um, okay. I could, I can like, yeah, I could probably sit down and, and go through like one, two, three sticks <laughs> of string cheese. If I'm really at that point, I should probably just wait till an actual meal. But um, I don't know what it is, man. Maybe it's something I grew up with and it's that's stuck with me, or uh, maybe it's a texture thing. I don't know. But yeah, yeah she, no, cheese is amazing. I could eat cheese all day, every day. Oh yeah, what's not to like? Uh, all right, so from snacks obviously we got to go to the main courses so what are your three favorite dishes and it yeah be something you make or something that heidi makes or something that you order when you go out but what do you what do you got so i am always up for a nice steak dinner mm-hmm. a nice a nice cut of uh like filet is always okay. good with like a side of like potatoes and broccoli Oof. Ooh, wait hold that on what kind was, of potatoes uh mashed potatoes okay. for sure interesting yep. all right with like some garlic butter, oh yeah, man, oh, that's God. yeah, Game that's over. that's the way to do it. Yep. <laughs> um, and I have to say lasagna. Like if I had okay. to pick a pasta to eat all the time, a meat lasagna would be so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I love my spaghetti. Love my uh, love my other Italian dishes, but no, <laughs> lasagna, lasagna's king to me. Sure. And then tacos. Yeah. Yep. Wow, you got a you got a favorite? I mean, there's so much variety nowadays. 
Like when you say taco, my my brain goes to like ground beef, hard shell, all that. Like oh yes, as a baseline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you do you have a specific like variant of that? Nope, no, nope. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what you just said. That's that's perfect. <laughs> right. I like that. So man, well, number one. <clears throat> Uh, not only do I agree with the overall uh, steak dinner, but um, the sides too. You nailed it. I, I like give me a steak, filet mignon or ribeye if you're feeling dangerous. Ooh, yeah. um, mashed potatoes, broccoli, uh, glass of scotch. Happy camper. There you go. <laughs> oh, man, that's, that's my go-to. That's like you know whenever if Chelsea and I go out for our anniversary or um, you know birthday meal, whatever. That's that's my go-to. So that's a solid choice. I would say chili. I don't know if that, you know, that, I guess that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, man. Well, it's something, it's one of the first, probably the first thing I actually learned how to cook. And I mean, you know, it's, it's not that complicated and I'm sure this might come up when we, when we do our food episode, but, um, you know, I, I really like that, uh, no two people make it the same. Like even, even, uh, my identical twin brother and I make it, um, not completely different, but fairly different. Um, mm-hmm. but you can just do so much to it. You can, you know, all the toppings, all the, you know, and it's perfect. Like, um, game day food. I mean, I make it every super bowl. Like it's like, like it's a holiday, you know? Um, yep. I would probably go that route. And then, and then maybe I'd say like crab legs. Interesting. Do you see food okay. guy? I depends. Yeah. Uh, I, I like fish and I like lobster. Sure. Um, I'm kind of indifferent on crab. I will eat it. Um, Interesting. Oh man, but it's not to like. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think it's like the way that it's like garnished or like how it's presented. I don't know. Okay. But I definitely like like oysters or ugh, like no, nope. no. You don't you don't do like the um, you don't do like the on the half shell like the raw with the, uh, ugh, with the cocktail no. down the half. No. Oh my god, no. <laughs> I'm good. More, more for you. So, <laughs> I'm awesome. All right, all right. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, all right. Um, what are your three favorite drinks? Non booze. Okay. Uh, I love flavored seltzer. Uh, okay. Polar is usually our go-to. Okay. Um, Shout they out got to our so sponsor many... Polar. Yeah, I was gonna say hashtag not a paid promotion. <laughs> um, no, but they got tons of great flavors, um, and it was kind of like a good way for me to kick my soda habit that mm-hmm. I was just very, like, neck deep in. I used to drink so much soda. It was so bad. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I just lo- I love the bubbles, love the fizz. Um, so seltzer's definitely up there. Um, I'm perpetually five, and I love chocolate milk. Yes, I will... I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> yes, I will drink chocolate milk all the time. It's so good, man. Um, yeah, <laughs> and then number three is uh, orange juice. I don't, I don't have it very often, but like anytime I go out for like breakfast or like go to a diner, I will always get a glass of OJ just because it, it's so refreshing. Even though it's full of sugar, it's just oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh yeah, well I mean, but it's natural sugar, right? <laughs> Right? Uh, right? No. Oh. No. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> okay, we'll when we get Heidi on here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. She'll, yeah, she'll set me straight. All right. Um, so 
mine I, w- I would definitely have to say is chocolate milk. Um, I don't this is, these aren't really in order, but as soon as you said chocolate milk, I was like, yes, bingo. Like, yep. be, so I, I really like coffee, but it just does not agree with me. I just get all anxious and I'm just like a mess. I love the taste. I love the smell. But, but anyway, whenever we go out to breakfast, everybody I'm with, uh, without fail gets coffee. And I'm always mm-hmm. like, I, I'll order last. I'll be like, uh, I, just, I will have the chocolate milk, please. <laughs> yeah. Your uh, finest chocolate milk, please. <laughs> yes, 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 exactly. You're fine. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that, that's probably my number one. Uh, number two, I would probably say, I'd probably say I'm trying not to overlap too much, but I, I gotta say seltzer as well. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know about you. I just, I like the bubbles. I like the carbonation. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. So yeah, I would say seltzer as well. Uh, last, I would say ginger ale. Um, I don't really drink mm. a whole lot of soda anymore. I did when I was younger, like probably every uh everyone who grew up in the united states in the last 20 years drank a lot of soda but oh yeah um oh yeah but but uh, ginger ale is probably the only one that i still go back to every now and then i don't know mm-hmm. um i'm kind of like you uh i like the spice uh ginger ale's just got a little bit of a kick to it that i'm just like mm, all right and ginger beer too if you ever had that that's like i actually haven't oh you should try it it's like ginger ale on like steroids it's got really? a super. Okay. Yeah, it's got a. It's got a kick. It's good. It's good. All right. So that was no. Now we're entering the danger zone. The danger <laughs> zone. That's right. All right. Three favorite drinks. <laughs> booze edition. Go. Yep. All right. So again, none of these have really been in like a specific order. It's just kind of like no. my top three go tos. Mm-hmm. Um, but staying on that ginger theme, a Moscow Mule is always a winner for me. Oh, so so ginger beer is is the other ingredient in in a Moscow Mule. I know. As I was saying that, I was just like, "Oh yeah, I have had ginger beer with a Moscow Mule." <laughs> oh, there you go. Probably sound like an idiot now, but that's oh, okay. I'll get I mean, <laughs> so Moscow Mule. Realizing how stupid I sound now, Moscow Mule. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's it called? Oh yeah, a, a Long Island iced tea is always good. Hmm. Um, and then if, uh, I'm just kind of like relaxing, have some people over, we're just kind of like hanging out, just kind of chit chatting. Um, or if it's a special occasion, I love me a glass of scotch. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Um, so Glenn Fittich is probably my favorite. Either I usually go for the 12. That's usually a, um, a fairly inexpensive bottle, um, but if I if I really could just choose, I'd go for the 15. Um, very good, just nice, nice flavor. Not too mm-hmm. peaty, like just right. But yeah, hits the spot. Nice. Cool. So for me, I'll get sort of specific. So I, I like a I like a good glass of scotch, like you. Um, I do go for the peatier stuff, though. I like a, a good Isla, like. Um, like a Lafrig or uh... <laughs> Lafrig, yeah, I, I yeah I only laugh at Lafrig because I I've mispronounced it most of my adult life, but it's Lafroig actually. <laughs> it's what? Lafroig. Is that really how you pronounce yes, it? Yes, I've been made aware, oh. and even that might be wrong. Who know? I I don't know. I, I call it Lafroig. Hey, at least you knew what I was talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Lafrig. Yes, Lafrig. Yes, it's, uh, <laughs> you it's stupid American idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um. But or yeah or like a Lagavulin too the the Ron Swanson mm. classic um, yep. can't go wrong so I, I, I like uh, I like I like a Scotch let me think 
I like a good IPA too. Um, it's impossible, I think, to pick one because I'm I'm one of those beer nerds that is always just like, ooh, what's I want I want to try something new. I want to try it like every time. I want to I want something something I haven't had before. So I've I've had a lot of a lot of different ones. I gotta say, I mean, probably Heady Topper. You can't really beat it out of Alchemist up in Vermont. Um, yeah. I mean, that's probably the gold standard, honestly, uh, at least around here. So I would, I'd probably say Hetty Topper. And then, you know, what? I, I've recently, <laughs> since most of us are homebound and have been for a while, I've been trying to uh, uh, use it as an opportunity to, to learn how to make different cocktails and stuff. So I yep. learned how to make a martini. It's very easy. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm no bartender or, uh, or anything of the sort, but um, I've been making a, a, a bunch of those over the last couple of months and I, I've really gotten into those. So I would say right now, probably a, probably a vodka martini. So yeah, I, I, uh, those are, those are mine. I would say, um, all right. Uh, what are three of your favorite places that you've visited that you've actually been to? That I've actually been to. All right. So number one, without a doubt is, uh, Switzerland went oh, yeah. there two falls ago yeah 2018 like just actually we arrived there on my birthday but we were so jet lagged because we had actually been on planes for like 12 hours that i i legitimately missed my birthday like it was in the air if that (laughs) makes sense like i had my birthday on a plane and literally no not that people forgot but it was just kind of like a oh right happy birthday (laughs) we're in portugal's airport dying happy birthday um but no switzerland switzerland was a lot of fun um got to eat some amazing food Mm. uh really good chocolate of course and cheese um and i got to speak some german so that was a lot of fun um heidi yeah heidi and i would kind of my family would kind of split up and I mean, for those of you who don't know what Heidi looks like, she looks like she was pulled like right out of Austria, just a short little white blonde girl. <laughs> yes. So anytime we walked around, I-, I would make my way as much as I could. But after a while, I'd be I'd have to basically just say, like, I'm sorry, that's as, that's as far as my German goes. And then everyone would actually be pretty nice to us, which was really cool. So we had a good experience over there. Uh, but what was really what was really funny is my one of my brothers in law is uh, from Texas, mm-hmm. and <laughs> so my my dad basically told everyone like if you just go up to someone just say you know sprechen Sie English and most people will like be accommodating and say like yeah a little bit and then they'll kind of help you out. But I mean he's got like a real Southern Texas draw, so like when he's talking. <laughs> And he goes up to this uh, ticket clerk in uh, where were we? Oh, we were somewhere in Germany at this point, so like full on like speaking German, and he just goes "Sprechen Sie English," and I was like, oh, "No!" <laughs> it sounded like Brad Pitt, you know, when he's like "Bonjourno." <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That was funny. It was a good time though. We had a lot of fun, and then Heidi and I went to Circuit of the Americas in Austin. Um, so got to enjoy that city. That was a really cool place to be. Yeah. So circuit of the Americas is a, it's a racetrack. We saw the uh, formula one grand prix there. Um, got to hang out with some friends, eat some good food, listen to some good music. Uh, just a great, great experience. 
Um, and then I, I was sick, so that probably didn't help. But going to China was actually a pretty cool experience in hindsight. Oh, I know yeah. I'm sure you I'm sure you have stuff to say because we were both on that same trip. Well, we were both but, super sick too. Yeah. So having bronchitis in like one of the worst air polluted places on the planet yeah. was no bueno. But in hindsight, like getting to be on the Great Wall of China, like that's that's a pretty cool thing to be able to say. Um, and just to be able to experience that culture, it's so vastly different and so mm. just – uh, foreign. I mean, it really is. It's just, yeah. it's on the other side of the planet. Like that was just such a, in hindsight, a very cool experience to be able to look back on. So sure. those are my top three. That's a good list. Yeah. Let me think. I've only been to one of those, the China one, the China, the China. <laughs> the China. <laughs> yeah. We were, we were, that was, uh, that was high school. So that was what? 2008 for the Olympics. Yep. Yep. Pre-Olympic ceremonies, man. That's right. So, yeah. So I've been to that one. I, I won't, I won't put that on my list. Um, so I would say you've been to a lot of places going on that cruise ship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of places, a lot of very cool places. Some eh, places, uh, I, I can't <laughs> complain, uh, because I was there. I mean, basically paid to be there, so I, I can't really complain, but, uh, but actually only, uh, only one of them is, is on my list right now. And so I would say number one, Number one is probably Anguilla. Uh, it's a British Virgin Island down in, I think it's like, I don't know, 45 minutes east of um, Puerto Rico. Um, okay. But that's where Chelsea and I went on our honeymoon. And it's really unlike most places in the Caribbean that I've been. Some of the cleanest beaches that I've ever seen, like pristine, like like white sand, just uh, immaculate. Some of the best food. We were mostly on a resort, but we didn't really eat there very often. One of the most beautiful sunsets I've probably ever seen. Just lots of great memories there. Uh, really cool place. So I, w- I would say Anguilla. Uh, first time I ever went snorkeling. Uh, hung out with some sea turtles. Pretty cool. Um, they probably have forgotten about me by now, but that's fine. Um, so that was Don't sell yourself short, man. I'm sure they remember you. <laughs> yeah, right. Who is this? Remember, remember that bass player? Oh, yeah. He was cool, burn. man. Yeah, <laughs> you can barely swim. <laughs> He's swimming in circles. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. So Anguilla up there, uh, Madeira. You ever heard of Madeira? Because I hadn't until no. I went there. No. So uh, Madeira is an island uh, that's part of Portugal. It's out uh, west, southwest of mainland Portugal. Um, sort of like in the same vicinity as the Canary Islands, but they're not really close to each other. Um, but it's basically like a little chunk of Europe just plopped uh, into into the Atlantic Ocean a little further south, huh. uh, and it's it's just it's it's the first place in Europe, technically it's Europe that I had ever been to, um, and and when we when we crossed the the Atlantic because the ship I was on went from the Caribbean market to the Asian market, so you went across the Atlantic, obviously is the first leg of that, and um, it was the first land we saw in like seven days. And, uh, so yeah, we got there and I just, yeah, it's like a little bit of European culture just on an Island in the middle of the Atlantic. And like most people like speak English, the, the road signs are all like similar to what you'd see in Europe. And it was a really cool experience for me. So I, I that, I like, hmm. I like Madeira a lot. I would love to get back. Um, and last I would probably say Montreal. 
um i've been able to get up there a few times i mean us us living in new england it's it's only i guess four to six hours depending on where you're coming from yeah um one of my first experiences out of the country and um you know just it's it's kind of crazy to think that that here in new england in the united states you can get in a car and drive for a few hours and and be in a city that speaks completely different language um culture is very different the food's very good um <clears throat> lots of lots of things to see lots of lots of good times there um so yeah that would be that would be my top three all right last one on the list here for for anybody who's still listening <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> adam Rand, uh what are three places that you would like to visit or i'd like to visit um good question I would really like to visit now. This is all subjective in the sense of like, just kind of like if I could just go there, like yeah. have no issues, I'd go and then be fine. I'd love to see um, the pyramids of Giza. I would love to visit like Cairo, Egypt. I just love all that ancient Egyptian history. I've always kind of been like fascinated with it ever since i learned about it first like third grade or something like that yeah. you do like i remember doing this whole like, egypt like program and like we went down to boston to see like mummies and like sarcophagi and like hieroglyphs and i was like oh my god like it was so fascinating to me and it still is and um i know that like people that have talked about when they see the pyramids of giza that the size is just indescribable like how big they are and i would love to see those um and just kind of explore that ancient city um so i'd love to go to cairo that'd be really cool um staying more local all things considered i'd love to check out like san diego and just check out like the west coast some more uh, i've only been over there for the rose bowl parade oh yeah um, so that's pasadena so i've only been over there like once um, but I'd love to check out like San Diego, Seattle, Portland, uh, check out that whole vibe, see what people are like out there. Um, and then definitely Hawaii. I really want to get to Hawaii. Oh, yeah. That is one of my bucket list places to go. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's a good list. Um, yeah, for me, I would probably, since you're on the West coast already, I would love to go to Vancouver. I don't know mm. why it it for some reason it sticks out to me probably because like you know i've spent most of my life on the in new england and mm -hmm. um you know vancouver seattle the whole pacific northwest sort of seems like a uh <laughs> like a uh like an alternate dimension of of the northeast <laughs> i don't know oh yeah it, it seems like oh, there, yeah. there are some things that are that are similar and a lot of things that are different i'd just love to see it uh, myself and for some reason just kind of like far-flung places like that um although i'm sure the good people of vancouver would disagree that it's far-flung but um <laughs> those places always kind of capture my interest i would love to get out there um i would love to get to scotland uh yeah i laugh, <laughs> I laugh uh so that i do not cry because um, <laughs> before this the, this whole terrible pandemic hit uh my wife and i were actually supposed to be there right now um yep yep but you know right meow. wasn't meant to be right now but um well, that's that could have been a good movie too uh super Ooh, troopers yep. oh yep. man all right we'll put a pin <laughs> in that uh but yep. yeah so, so um 
you know, one day hopefully we'll we'll get there. Um, but anyway, that's that's towards the top of the list. I would also I would round it out by adding New Zealand. Um, Ooh, yeah, no, Lord of the Rings, man. Lord of the Rings. That's go, where, go that's where they the filmed house, it, man. Yeah. Yep. Um, but you know. I would definitely say that's pretty far flung. I mean, you can't really get much further away from where we are now than New Zealand, but um, it just seems like a very cool place. I was talking about Anguilla having some really beautiful beaches. Some of the most beautiful beaches that I've at least seen in pictures are are in New Zealand, and um, I would just love to check it out one day. But, Adam, that is... Chris! That is it. Thanks for sticking around, guys. Thanks for checking it out. Um, this has been really fun. We've got a lot of uh, of ideas for future episodes planned out. We're going to try and make this um, a regular thing twice a month, something like that. So check us out. Uh, you can follow both of us on Instagram uh, at ran, R-H-A-N, 92860. You can follow me at at c.rob03 you can uh, subscribe on spotify you can subscribe on stitcher uh you can check us out on youtube you can email us at oddcastpodcast01 at gmail.com with any questions you have any uh ideas any uh any vulgar comments that you want to uh direct our way uh maybe we'll read them on the air um, yeah, may, more or less ideas. <laughs> but yes, if, if the comments are spicy enough, we, you, we, you might just get you might just get a shout out. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll shout you out. But yeah, what do you got? Anything else? Um, nothing else. All right. Hey, Adam, this is fun, man. We'll do it again real soon. Yeah, sounds good. All right. 